Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first episode of our spoilers review of What If. This will be going on for, I guess, nine weeks now. Before, we thought it was ten. Obviously, they have said because of COVID, there is now nine episodes. So, as you can hear, it's yours truly, Trash Now, hosting this episode. I'll be doing this for this week and next week, I believe. Maybe Kirkle might try to sneak his way back in. But, uh, no, I'll be doing this for the next little bit. As everyone knows, GV is on holidays, honeymoon, seeing their family, just had a baby. So... I have been holding down the fort. Go back and check out a bunch of things. I've been busy these past two weeks, and a big thank you. You know, I, uh, just to brag a little that it's been the biggest ten days in the first uh, or the first ten days in any month ever. You know, no, you know, don't want to brag. Hashtag Arab Travis. Hashtag my brand. Hashtag two title Travis. All that good stuff. Uh, check out the last newscast where had lots of fun talking about two set squad and the box office tom hardy and venom and calling out dc alliance for throwing some shade at me while well, i threw it right back and they got a challenge to uh to uphold uh come next dc line so check out that show which is our podcast network what is it now uh six days a week six days a week by weekly somewhere in there uh eight shows go over there check out the schedule tons of shows over there uh like i said I just did a newscast doing about 
at least two newscasts a week. Uh, this week I will be reviewing Free Guy and Don't Breathe should be happening. Uh, last week I reviewed Suicide Squad. A big thank you to everyone that checked that out because that's done really well. And it's done very well this week. Like it, it was doing good numbers before, but then this week, like the Monday, Tuesday just shot right up. So big thank you to that. Um, yeah, so as always, just a big appreciate. If you like, this is the first time you're tuning into anything that we've done Marvel-wise, go back. We've reviewed Black Widow, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, all episode by episode. All the Marvel retrospectives, Marvel retrospectives are being put up right now, all the way from Iron Man to Endgame. So every single review for we've done for Marvel will be in the feed, whether it's when we record in the past few years or an old one. Lots of good stuff there, especially listening back and I go, wow, I was really wrong about that. Uh, so those are going back interject to the feed. So just tons of stuff. The best thing to do is subscribe to Twitter and Facebook because or like, fall, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say. Um, do that because you'll get constant updates of when we go live, when an episode's dropped, maybe some news announcements here and there. So follow us there. Uh, if you really like what myself or other people do, head over to Patreon because you can get every episode we do ad-free early and exclusive episodes. So as of right now, I just dropped Season 1 Dexter Retrospective. So obviously the Dexter Revival is happening right now. So Season 1's up there. You get the entire Harry Potter retrospective up there. Tons of other stuff. We're going to be recording more commentary tracks, so look out for that. If you can't support us there, the best next things to do is either subscribe on YouTube or your podcatcher of choice and leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot. That helps us boost up the chart, so we greatly appreciate it. Check out all our feeds. We have the Geek First Reviews feed, the News feed, the Retrospective feed, and this feed that has every single thing in it. I think I've hit all the big talking points. So let's talk about Marvel's What If. So this is a show... God, it was announced. Was it that 2019 Comic-Con? Somewhere around there. It was that big Comic-Con where they're like, look at this. And they threw out the big Marvel dick. And they're like, oh, we got so much shit coming out. We got Mahershala Blade. We And they're like, we're not even talking about the Fantastic Four. So they had this great Comic-Con, right? And this idea came out as far as it's going to be an animated show about at that point they pitched an episode for each movie sounds like that's changed a little bit but it sounds like we're gonna have multiple seasons so what if tales right if you've never read the comic books what they were i can't remember when they started but very very like i don't know 70s 80s somewhere and they're they're fun things me and chris have done a couple more are on marvel alliance and we're definitely going to do some in comic versions at some point they're literally just taking storylines story points story arcs and going what if blank happened you know and lots of them have been adapted into the main continuity as they talk about in this and they talk about oh maybe that could happen with live action we'll talk about that a little with this episode but like there's one where it's like what if the hulk was smart well that's gonna happen my favorite most morbid one is what if the x-men died on their first mission that's a good one and i can't remember me and chris uh, from our alliance like we did like what if the phoenix force won and stuff like that they're literally and lots of times they end darkly but they're just fun they feel like to me those are the closest to you being a kid again and having your friends around a campfire or you saw a movie like what if this happened what if that happened you know literally just taking the story that's happened and then putting your spin on it and that's what those comic books were great for and they're the best for i'd say like casual fans do because you just pick up one issue read and that's it we did a what if civil war from marvel alliance so tons of great concept everything check out marvel unlimited their marvel app and just go read a bunch of them because they're lots of fun uh what if wolverine killed the hulk was a good one clay said yeah and that's the thing there's so many they've been going on they always come back and i bet the i'm not sure when i have checked marvel limited when the last time they did a big series in 
Marvel comics right now. Like I feel like they come back every once in a while on a few one-offs, but I could see them doing more. Uh, what a Spider-Man was pleasure. That was a good one. The cover is just good of that one. So good ones from fanboy clay. That's why you watch live in the chat. Uh, even though, you know, he's gonna, you know, if he accepts my birthday bath challenge, birthday bath, that that's for my lady, the birthday bath challenge. No title shot for that man, but you know, he's probably too scared. Heinz is scared. They're not going to accept it. Check out the last newscast. So anyways, concept was great they've said it's maybe not gonna be as much as an anthology series now i talked about the newscast where i went okay i was still looking forward to just the one-offs but if you want to tell a story linear path here we go so what did i think about this very first episode i really enjoyed it now is it the best thing since sliced bread and marvel universe no but it is to me is if every single episode was this quality I'd be happy with it. It's a nice bonus content. To me, this reminds me of when you get a video game and either there are side missions or free DLC, and it's like, you know what? I've already had the main creme de la creme. I've had the main meal, and now it's like, there's just this too? Cool. It tastes good? Cool. I'll eat it. I'll have it. I'll play this game. I'll play the side mission. And that's what this feels. And I guarantee you there will be episodes that stand out that I go, wow, this was so much better than the other ones, stuff like that. Um, So this is what? One of nine so we got eight more and we know we got a tons like the one i think next week has been confirmed as next week is t'challa as starler which i've been the second i saw i'm like this is such a great concept uh iron man killmonger that looks great but this episode animation we've seen the trailer so we have pretty much an idea of but i really enjoy the animation no is it not like it's not Pixar level or not Spider-Verse level, but I do prefer it. Me and Heinz talk about the long Halloween. I prefer it to that Archer one. I will see what the Injustice one is like. I kind of like that. My go-to non-Pixar animation, yeah, like I said, take Spider-Verse out of it, is like the classic 90s cartoon sort of, you know, drawn animation and whatnot. But this works. The reason I like it is because it feels, and that's why this what if thing feels, <sighs> it the best way I can describe it as far as I this story, and I cannot wait tomorrow to watch it with my girls, uh, Gwen and Logan, because the story and the art or whatever, the animation, it feels like some of the kids' books they have of Marvel properties, of Star Wars properties. It has a storybook fairy tale element to it the lighting of it the drawing the pose and i like that about it i think it's a good it's a choice and i like that choice it doesn't feel cheap at any point really like there's times where like i said it doesn't feel like this is crazy good but it i think it's it's more than serviceable for what they're wanting to tell the story like i said the best way i can tell the describe it is it feels like fairy telling pictures and stuff like that so i like that uh, voice acting that was a big thing going into and fanboy clay he mentions this uh, josh keaton was uh, sd rogers assault voice replacing chris evans absolutely i am um, not that i didn't miss chris evans but it didn't stand out um i'd legitimately say that uh the voice acting is 50 50 i think there were some times where the actors were flawless and it just sounded like they were themselves and they sound like natural right and especially they released this clip online. I'm sure you've watched this episode. It's not big spoilers for the MCU. But there's the first time where they see the Hydra Stomper and they say Steve. And Haley Atwell's like, Steve! Oh gosh, you couldn't believe it. Like, there is times where her and Sebastian are very wooden. It feels like they walked in and went, okay, record this line. Hey, Steve, okay, you're done. Or it sounded like, you know, uh, Adam Driver when they had to do reshoots for Rise Skywalker and they're like, okay, get in the closet, record your lines, and get out. Some of them do feel a little meh. And that's the thing where 
And Brent and Chris were talking about this, where our Marvel Alliance is going to, would you rather have voice, act, like the real MCU actors, the real MCU actors, the MCU actors, like a Haley Atwell, like a Sebastian Stan, play these characters, sound identical, but maybe not be the greatest at the voice talent? Or would you rather have people that sound different than our MCU people, they're not the exact same voice, but are better voice actors? I think there's kind of a meeting in the middle, and I think what I would prefer is get the people you can, but then the people you do get, work with them hard, where I feel like they probably didn't work that hard on this. I feel like this was a couple hours, not even of voice work, you know, it just felt like kind of the generic voices you get in video games. But another time there would be some emotion. So I think it's a, a 50-50 for me. Um what else can I say about this in a non-spoiler way? Uh, Bradley Whitford channeling his character from Handmaid's Tales, misogynist general. A hundred percent we'll get into that. Um anything non-spoilers there's some fun surprises there's some fun wink and nods to the current mcu continuity there is you know i this is not a minor big spoiler he's in the movie i feel like you feel like he would have been in this red skull's back i can't never say his name it's like ross marquand or something like that again they need to bring this guy back in live action because he legitimately does sound like hugo weaving majority of the time he does such a good job so I think this is a solid debut episode. I think it has lots of fun, like I said, Easter eggs, lots of fun little winks and nods to the other one. And it ends in a place where I go, okay, that's interesting. Now, if I didn't fall news or have a podcast, I probably would have been more surprised, but I liked where we got. And it was a good kind of turning on the head of everything we had. It does follow similar beats to the first Captain America. So I'll look forward to more what ifs. Like when we see that what if episode, well, both of them really, Chachala as Star-Lord and Killmonger meeting Iron Man. This is very much captain america done with captain car with some little changes here and there those two stories i told you i feel like those have to be wildly different you can't make them anything like black panther or iron man if you introduce those characters or guardians right so i think it's a solid first episode um yeah i will def like obviously i'm gonna watch this because geekers but this is one where I think I'll recommend to people like Dylan right now, who, you know, obviously geek first, check out, he's been on those Marvel retrospectives from the past. He's more picky choosy with the Marvel stuff, or he waits and watches it all. I think this show is going to be a great kind of binge show for kids, for families, where maybe one episode week to week won't keep them hooked. But the this was what? I think it was 32 minutes. I think there, I looked, there was about four minutes of credits in there. So about, you know, just over 25, 28 minutes. I think when you get a bunch of them together and watch like a nice mini animated movie, it's going to be tons of fun. And again, so... Is it the best the MCU's ever done? No, but it's tons of fun. And if every episode's this quality, I'm into it. So if you haven't seen it for whatever reason, I'm about to jump into spoilers. I'm going to take an ad break right now. Uh, and then we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about all this fun goodness that does. It's just great that this show exists. Before I take that ad break, it's just, I love that we're at this point in the MCU where we have so much lore and canon and history. We can do a show like this as we've talked about before so all the things that i was excited for with the show they're delivering on so far with the first episode so first ad break and then we'll be right back amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So, oh my goodness. Come on, Apple iPhone. Didn't even update my notes. You know, I'm sure Brent's listening to this. What's going on, Apple? It usually updates my notes from Mac to this, like, flawlessly. Tonight, not so much. But good thing I have the phone right here. So, obviously, the beginning. Uh, <coughs> so, I'll, I'll say a little bit of a con here. So, they open up with the watch, right? And he's talking about, like, oh, there's my what-if notes. Uh, they're talking about, you know different multiverses blah blah blah. and jeffrey wright has this great voice going on and he's talking about you know how things can change and one little thing butterfly effect all that stuff you've heard in previews all the stuff you've heard in any time travel multiverse type of show right so what i didn't like which i thought was just kind of i don't it fits with the mcu because what obviously loki's supposed to be the spin-off you know that span us off and i think eventually they'll reveal the ties that show they literally do say like hey if you're late to work this day and you weren't supposed to be that could create a branch and that could create a multiverse problem so they've set that up a hundred percent i just think it's lame when they go how did this all happen how is uh you know captain uh, carter in this universe instead of captain america well when uh, stanley tucci or not stanley tucci when the um oh man who does say it to her 
Is it Tom? It must be Tommy Jones because he gets shot. I think it's Tommy Jones. And the chat someone let me know but instead of her getting told you can go wait up in the booth she says you or they tell her, you can go wait up in the booth and she says no i'm fine right here or something like that i'm paraphrasing so literally the difference was instead of her sitting up behind the glass with the audience she stood down there and again i get it much like life we talk about this the left the right you know maybe if i would have took a right that day life would be completely different everything right same thing with the oh if you're late to work i get it 100 it's just that for the first episode i was maybe expecting a little something with a little more like bit of a punch a little bit more entertaining or again i just felt like to set up what if it's like man what's gonna be happening what's gonna be the reason why she's captain carter oh she chose to stay down there okay so <laughs> thought that was a little anticlimactic. like i said just felt a little lazy in my opinion didn't bring down the episode that much but okay I feel like we could have got some other plays, but anyway, so we've seen this all in the trailer. This the first, I'd say five six minutes you've seen. Uh, Steve gets shot. He can't do it, and they're literally saying we're gonna lose this project. We don't have time, but you know, blah blah blah. We need to get this done now, or this is gonna be for nothing, right? So they look at Steve. She's shot. No, and you know they say, "How did you get in there?" They say, "Well, somebody needs to work the buttons." So Captain Carr, as we've seen the previews again, there, and they have this general as uh, Bradley Whitford, or sorry, as all the game was pointed out by Bradley Whitford. He is just playing like a super misogynist, like asshole, sexist dude. As far as just like you got to be careful in there, you might break a nail. Oh, women aren't meant for soldiers. He does that the whole time. It's there's a fun little like cowardness part where the president or someone's talking to him about how great captain Carr is. I was like yeah i knew i recruit or stuff like that so they they nailed that down and uh like not that the character got like a comeuppance or anything but it it did specify and it did make sense because she talked about these problems in the movie as far as being a woman soldier and a general sergeant whatever she may be and the problems that came with that so even if it was shown in a little light, I like that it was shown because it's not just, well, she's Captain Carter and there is no problems. Yeah, there's still the war and stuff with Steve, but it also shows the same way as Falcon Winter Soldier right now is tackling, hey, what would happen if a black man was Captain America and representing America, a country that has tons of racial problems? You know, this is doing that in a little bit. Does it tackle the issues as deep as Falcon Winter Soldier? No, but it's talking about them, which I like, and it's putting a showcase on them, so... As you've seen, she becomes Captain Carter. She goes on a bunch of adventures. Steve gets the Hydra Stomper, and they start to, you know, form a bond. And that's why I say it's much like the first movie, just in reverse, where she is now Captain Carter. She doesn't do exactly like he does. So there's this one fun thing where they're talking about, like, what they might do with Captain Carter. And he's like, well, Steve's like, pronouns, pal. Steve's like, well, you better be careful. You know, they don't want to trot you around on the uh, war tours and just, like, but, like, pumping yourself up so he's pretty much referring to in the first movie where they put him on tour and he's singing the star spangled man great song and he's just there to you know like kind of validate the war put a silver lining on it and sell bonds and all stuff and that's what he kind of hints at that they kind of do that several times but then there's just kind of fun action scenes her doing captain carter stuff that all worked again this is where the animation worked i like it i think there was one time where it literally looked like she did the exact same like ha- like uh shield hit but that's fine, you know, shit like that happens. Uh, <laughs> so it's all good stuff. There's lots of, it's funny, just like the first Captain America movie, there's lots of just montages of her kicking ass and everything like that. So I like all that. Um, let's see here. There's even one moment where she's fighting a dude and she just breaks his knee and it's like, oh, it, it was a violent break too. It cracks, it goes backwards. There's no blood or bones, but still it's just like, oh my goodness, that, that looks like it hurts. So 
as we go on, there's montages. She's becoming more of a Kevin Carter. She gets the suit, becoming more famous, all this sort of stuff. And then they introduce that Red Skull's back. And it's great. As we talked about, uh, Mark Wynn is, uh, as all in the game says, a brilliant mimic. And yes, he is. I think he does a great job. And uh, so he's back. And I, I really enjoy that. It's 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 a twofer because, and this is where I'll jump a little from the beginning to the end, Red Skull's back. So again, you could easily say, well, they had to do Red Skull because he's in the first movie. Yeah, but they changed some things in here, so they could have skipped over him. So I go, hopefully that's hope for my boy. And he's in the first episode. He's a villain again. He's getting limelight. Ross is back, so that's great. Let's use him. But then the episode ends with him getting literally squished by, I don't know if this was a squid or Kraken or that thing from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, perhaps. But whatever it is, lots of tentacles. Um does not go good for, <laughs> does um uh, does not go good for my boy red skull uh that that <laughs> i'll put it that way because he's talking about this whole time and i don't know if this is anti-climatic because if that's the thing where if this was a movie and red skull came back and he summoned this thing this kraken thing and it came and took him and squished him i did oh that's disappointing but with these what if tales, I can kind of have a bit more fun with them. It's like Monsters at Work, where it's like there's less of a story, but it's more just a good time. I didn't say it on news. I should say that Monsters uh, at Work too. The first two episodes I thought were very meh, but that show's gotten better, and I've quite enjoyed it. So I like that every Wednesday now with my kids after school. I'm gonna have Monsters Inc. and uh, uh, What If. It's a great one to punch. So that's awesome, and and Bad Batch too. So Marvel, thank you for putting out that Prime, you know, animation <laughs> Disney family content. Enjoy it a lot. Um, so anyways, I'm like, he's back, you know, there's always a good sign, Red Skull, my boy being used, hopefully he'll be back in the MCU soon enough, and then when he gets squished, it was funny, but I was like, man, that's just his story, right, he's just, he gets squished, and that's his whole thing, like, it's going to be, uh, he keeps talking about he has this big weapon, you know, and the portal he uses Tesseract to open a portal, and that's what it is. Tentacles are coming, grabbing soldiers, stuff like that, but then it grabs him, turns against him, and it's just like a wild thing, right? It doesn't have any conscience. It's not wanting to help out the Nazi propaganda, uh, and that's what happens. So Red Skull, again, well, I, I won't say RIP because we don't know what's happening to you in this current timeline, but uh, RIP in this world. You're not making it to the sequel of What If for season two of What If, but that's a good thing sir multiverse you can still be around so uh it was good to see him good to see the actor back doing it but not too much in there uh what else so then after that they go and redo the train mission because right before that like i said i revealed how red skull died but he's talking about his master plan he rips off his his face and stuff like that as the red skull and it seems like this is just a setup to take out the hydra somper aka steve because they've shown some more highlights and everything like that they had a moment where uh, they were talking about um, what was it getting dr- or like they were having a drink, aka like a kind of romantic setting dinner and stuff like that. And this is where they lift another line from the movie where she's like, "Well, I can't get you know drunk. I enjoy whiskey, but I you know because the sermon and everything like that." And they do quite a bit. Again, I think there's more what if episodes I'm gonna enjoy where it's like let's take a concept and completely flip it on its head, like a evil Doctor Strange. I feel like this one follows the formula of First Avenger a lot, and it's literally just reskin with Captain Carter and a few different events, right? I'm fine if we get more episodes like that. That's all dandy, but I think I'll prefer the ones that are straight up completely new because it gets a little predictable, and it's like, okay, I see where it's coming. You're using sometimes the exact same lines, 
Anyways, they have this mission. They're going to go on this train. It seems like Red Skull's maybe designed this mission to take out the Hydra Stomper because he stops the train and there's a bunch of C4, blows it up. And it was interesting because I thought, okay, Steve is going to be the Bucky equivalent in this one. He's going to be the guy that, because he falls, he literally falls into the, you know, water, rubble, whatever it may be, the same way Bucky did, which was very funny because when they get on this train, the plan is Captain America goes in front of it, stops it, then the rest of them get on there. Bucky falls and she catches him. So that's one little just like, okay, Easter egg. He's falling to his death like he did before. But then two, he's like, oh, that strength almost ripped my arm off. Okay, fine. You know, is it on the nose? Yes, but that's, like I said, with what if that's the place where we want to have some fun and kind of experiment and do some kind of more goofy stuff? Sure, that's fine. But either way, they take out Steve. There's an explosive. She thinks he dies. So again, this is revealed later, but it feels much like the Bucky thing, right? So their plan is, and even at this point, Hydra and Red Skull's talking, and he's talking about like the Third Reich will die and Hydra will rise in the ashes. That's where, again, it has very similar beats to the first Avenger. You know, it, it, it follows a similar trajectory. It kind of ends the same way, just different shades of coat changed. So... Uh, let's see here. What other notes do I have? But anyway, so, uh, they go to do like the final mission, right? To take out Red Skull. It's the war. And at this point, the government's kind of doubting her. Even the misogynist guy now is like, yeah, well, I, I knew she was bad and stuff like that. Um, so they get there very much like the first film where they're breaking people out. They're fighting some good fight scenes and everything like that. Score was I'd have to listen to it again. I'll have to wait for it to tomorrow because it didn't stand out as bad. It didn't sound as great either, but I think that's a good sign that it just flowed with it. So I'll have to listen to it again tomorrow, but it didn't blow me away like uh, Loki or WandaVision, but did a good job. Um, so anyways, at this point, right before that mission, I was wondering when Steve fell, is it going to be like Winter Soldier where I was like, is this going to be, you know, is he going to be the Winter Soldier or could he be like Hydra Captain America? Because I thought for sure he's going to get kidnapped. Now, he did get kidnapped. I don't know if they did some experimenting on him like they did with uh, with Winter Soldier as far as, hey, they found Sebastian. They found Sebastian. They found Bucky. They're doing experiments on him. And then he fell. You know, so we'll see. All in the game says action was dope. Yeah, I agree. For the most part, like I said, there's one shot where it seemed like Captain Card did the exact same like shield throw. And it was like, oh, you guys may just like use that again but the rest of it was great you had the sword fight coming up with the squid here it it was really cool and again it had a really great so it, it seems a lot like as well too not exactly but uh oh why am i forgetting the title that's what happens when you're here at 1 a.m it's darn cook's justice league run maybe it's just justice uh, new frontier boom i got it uh the comic book but also the movie i'm a big fan of that comic and the movie specifically so it has that sort of feel and the action doesn't fall flat it doesn't suffer for it so that's good but anyways I, the whole time like okay what are they gonna do with steve here no he's actually alive in this base and howard stark's like i knew my suit was indestructible so good for howard you know he gets to show off a little uh they have a big kind of climactic battle all this stuff they're fighting nazis they're fighting red skull they're fighting hydra yada 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 and then like I said, Red Skull releases the squid, doesn't go for her. good for him. He just gets swallowed up or really crushed, so he's gone. Uh, <laughs> and then 
they're trying to chop the squid's arms off kill but it's not really working so peggy decides to get her shield and sacrifice herself much like steve and they're literally are talking about the dance and this well like you owe me a dance and she's like i'll see you on saturday so it's literally the same way as like i can't dance i'll teach you and then he crashes right so again it's flipping of the characters it is different as far as it's not the plane this is a big universal thing but it's still like okay very similar right it's the classic meme of copy my homework but make it look different but that's fine that's what what if is i'm not looking for i like ones that are completely off the wall different but this works for me too uh, all the game says love how she didn't remain skinny looked like an amazon pro crossfit athlete yeah i did and th- the only thing i wonder and it's completely fine because if they wanted to do this maybe natalie portman style but there's been rumors, we've talked about this on Newscast, talked about some Marvel Alliance, and I'm I'm going to say one of the first people pitching it that we're going to get her as live action, Captain Carter. And they've said that they have more plans with her and stuff like that. She seems like she may be one of the main characters, right? So I did like that. She was even taller. She was broad, strong, you know. I wonder if they do in real life, is Haley Atwell going to do the Natalie Portman thing where she goes and gets jacked? Or is she just going to say the same size? Now, at the end of the day, I don't care because I would just want Haley Atwell back. And I think, hey, put her in a suit. It's the same way as do I kind of believe him right now? Hugh Jackman's being like, I'm not coming back. Kevin Feige has an email me. Yes, even though there were some like smaller tier, mid-tier scoopers that were dropping images of Hugh Jackman, not on set or anything, but just like in that teaser, like, oh, look, something might be happening. But again, lots of people do that stuff and it doesn't pan out. So either way, I've always pitched that with Hugh Jackman. If you really want him to come back to be Wolverine, you could get him in the classic blue and yellow suit and pad it a little. Now, I know there's a big controversy with padding that happened with Shazam, but at the end, they have got me Hugh Jackman back. I'm fine, though. Pad the shit out of it. So the same thing with this is, like, I don't think they'd make her work out hardcore heavy to get more jacked as Captain Carter, depending on her role as far as Disney and, you know, she doesn't even confirm for live action. Maybe she not filmed anything live action. It's just rumors. But if she has multiple roles or a film or a live action series or something like that, I could see her putting on some muscle. But, again, I don't think you really need it. But I did appreciate that. She got that super soldier and it's in her, you know. It's kind of funny that in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, that new super soldier serum where it's like you get the effects of it, but you don't have the size. It's like, oh, what a cop out. Now the actor's got to act out like Chris Evans did. Uh, so uh, let's see. Do I have any? I have no drinks in here. Oh, my goodness. Um, so they're deciding, hey, like I said, can't kill it. Let's get it out of here. She walks it through the portal very much like crashing the plane, boom, into the ice. Captain America is frozen. So for me, it's like, okay, are they going to do just redo that? Because they've done a few redos already in this episode. So no, what they do is she goes to the portal and then she's back like lots and lots of years later. Clint Barnes they're waiting for, her, Nick Fury's waiting for, her, and just kind of like, oh, you know, like the war is over. Pretty much the same stuff she told Steve. And then. She, I think he asked her something like, oh, what's going on? She's like, nothing. We won the war. But it sounds like in a way where, yeah, she won the war, but she lost the battle as far as, you know, her partners and life guy, life guy, like, you know, soulmate that she's thinking she'd be making a life with is gone, you know, so it's this thing of she's put in an interesting situation now. She goes through this portal. And this is where we had heard before that she's going to be in multiple seasons, but also maybe a through line or at least one of our main characters. She is in present day. Now, 
or at least present day, whenever this is 2012, who knows? But it seems like it's in that 2012 era. Because if you notice the first or the title episode was not like, what if Sharon Carter or sorry, Peggy Carter became Captain America. It was what if Captain Carter became the first Avenger, you know? And I feel like that put some precedent over it. But I feel like, obviously, that uh, she is ready to be like Captain Carter in the world as far as they set her up. She has lots of stuff going on. and But I mean, like, ready in the sense that she looks like she's there to, much like Steve, do her part and help, but it's going to be hard for her. I imagine she, if we get another episode with her, whether it's a solo or combined, you should do, like, even though I'm saying, like, I don't always want to be cookie cutter, I think you should do the her visiting an older Steve. I think that would be kind of fun, but it's good because it explains, like I said, not the exact same way. She's gone for so many years. It gives you that Captain America effect of fish out of water and then have to see what's next. So let me look at my notes, but I think that's everything. And these reviews aren't going to be that much longer other than maybe some ones that are really crazy out there, but, uh, no, I think that's pretty much everything. So again, I really like it. I'll rate the show at the end because that's usually what we do. But uh, yeah, had a really good time. If this is the bar, I fucking love the bar. I think it's uh, a really fun change of pace. Yes, it might have some canon aspirations, but really I feel like we're going to be able to watch this by ourselves and really enjoy it and appreciate, again, just the lowering canon of the MCU. So yeah, I think that's everything I have on this. Really enjoyed it. I recommend everybody, if you listen through all this, it's an easy watch. It's fun. It's a good time. It's filled with MCU goodness and gloriousness. So, uh, yeah, a big thank you to everyone that checked out this first episode. We'll be back next week with looking like looking like myself, but looking like the, you know, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord episodes. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited just to see that Star-Lord purple T'Challa aesthetic on my screen. Oh, my God. That is some beautiful stuff. And really... You know, he's apparently, they say, I think, in four episodes, but, like, it's strange that this is going to be his final performance. It's a little fitting that it's for Black Panther here, Um, but it's going to be, I don't know how emotional it'll be, because I feel like these episodes are going to be more fun-loving, but I feel like there will be a sense of emotion, almost like a closing circle of, like, wow, this is the end of an era here, unfortunately, and way too soon, so, but Either way, I'll be back reviewing this. If you like what I talked about tonight or like how I talked about it, let me know on Twitter, Facebook, the Discord. Check out. Uh, we can drop a link for you and join the GV Discord. We try to put that out every month so we get new people in there. Tons of fun. GV listeners, GUA listeners, uh, hosts from each of those shows. Lots of good people in there. Lots of fun to be had. So check that out. And uh, yeah, promise when you hear from me next, it'll all be boring. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.